Hello, welcome to Audio Blobs. I'm Danny. I'm Matt, and I'm full of coffee. You are. I am. I'm, I'm getting there. Excellent. It's the way forward. Uh, it's worth a quick little, I don't know what number episode we're on, but we are late 16. this week because we I, was, I was ill. You were. So this we're recording this on Friday. It'll go up on Saturday. It should have been up on Wednesday. It's, Sorry, it's, Audio it's Blobites. My fault. It's my fault. Is that... <laughs> Is that what we're going with? Or should we go with blobites? Blobites. Blobites. There we go. No, that's awful. Yeah, okay. It's truly awful. <laughs> um, but with us being a little bit late, it has actually had a little bit of time for me to formulate an opinion on what I'm talking about and for the dust to settle a bit, because mine's quite new. Yours is very new. So that might be a good thing, potentially. Um do you want to go first or shall I go first? I feel like mine might be a conversation that we end up getting really deep into. Okay, so shall I go first? Yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Okay, guitar pedals, overdrive, my favourite one. I think one of my favourite ones. I say this about all of them. They're all my favourite guitar overdrive pedals because I own them all. <laughs> no, um, there's... Um, you own all the I overdrive I own all pedals. of the overdrive, no. Um, this one... I've yet to see a guitarist and know of a guitarist who doesn't have the full-tone OCD in their arsenal of things that they can pull out at okay. gigs. Almost everyone that I know has one, even if it's not like their go-to, even if it's not their thing that's on the board. Mine isn't on my board at the minute. It probably might be at a gig soon. You say this every happened. time. I know. Every time you do a pedal. Yes, I know. It's because like, they're all it's... amazing. Um <laughs> But it's it's you know every I think I think most people have one just kind of tucked away because it just does it does the gain and various gain stages really easily all in one kind of pedal. Okay. Um. So yeah, the full tone OCD um, white pedal about a boss sized kind of thing. You know, it just looks like a very unassuming. Uh, overdrive distortion pedal mm -hmm. um so quick rundown of features it's an overdrive distortion um quarter inch jack in and out uh takes a nine volt power supply it will also take 12 15 and 18 volts so a lot like the exotic ep booster and the sl drive you can run it on various does it get does it just get more aggressive you know what i've never done it because okay. it just sits on my board and comes off of a power supply yeah. off a nine volt power supply okay um it's you know it's fairly gnarly, even at nine volts. That's what we're running it on today, and it. That's it what goes I was from, wondering. Yeah. If we double, <laughs> if we put more, give it more power, does I it get more I should have brought angry? my doubler with me. That would have been a laugh. <laughs> um, no, so you know, it's uh, standard nine volt power, or twelve, or fifteen, or eighteen, whatever you fancy. Um, it weighs exactly a pound, so it's the same as a bag of sugar. Anyway. That's quite heavy. It's quite a heavy it's, little thing. Its size. Yeah, I mean it's. Um, not that the, not that that's really relevant. I've never c taken into consideration the weight of a guitar pedal, but that's quite heavy. It is quite a heavy yeah. thing. I mean, it's not it's not massively heavy, but it, you know, it's probably on the heavier. Well, spectrum. it's it's like a little MXR sized thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So that seems like I wouldn't expect it to weigh that much. And it's yet. built well. They Let, are built assume, really yeah. well. The full tone stuff is built ridiculously well. Um. You know. It's one of the weird things. It's a really nice, solid button push that you can stamp on it and know that it's not going to snap off or break yeah. or, you know, the circuits aren't going to go. Yeah, it, makes, go it or, makes a difference. Yeah, that, definitely. That and the housing chunky is, button feeling. Yeah, the houses are well built. Um, it's got, you know, standard volume, tone, amount of gain on tap, and then a high pass and a low pass 
filter as well. Okay. Um, which does make a massive, massive difference, and we'll run it in both. Um, so here is my amp. Just out of curiosity real quick, what does the high pass and low pass do? Oh, Matt, <laughs> do your research. I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Need to have a look at that, actually, because I hadn't thought about it. OCD V1. It's a high peak, actually, is what it is, not uh, a high pass, sorry. Okay. Um, so you get an increased bottom end, um, an increased... So their, their description, set to HP, you get increased bottom end, increased distortion throughout the drive knobs range, more volume, and slight increase in upper mids. Basically, it's going to sound more like a Marshall-y, Vox-y, British kind of yeah. amp. Basically. So the, the high pass is actually a... It's a high cut, right? I'm just reading here the abbreviations of a high peak and low peak. This guy says, I think of high peak as more British sounding and low peak as more Tweedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that exactly. makes sense. So as opposed to high pass and low pass. Cool. Yeah. So um, as I've got the manual up, they have some kind of sample settings. So this is uh, apparently a blues rock rhythm tone. Um, so this is apparently you should have your guitar on the neck pickup. I've got a telly at the minute uh, on a clean amp, clean amp sound. Our amp sounds like this. Very clean. It's just the clean channel on that Laney. Yep, just a clean channel on the Laney. Sounds great. Um, okay, so their sample settings. Volume's at 11, drive's at 10 o'clock, tone is kind of set to your preference, and the low peak setting is on. And it sounds like this. Sounds nice. Sounds lovely. It does kind it's, of... It's maybe a little more crunchy than I'd have it, actually. It's a little bit... Because uh, if I go into the bridge... It's quite saturated. It is. So, actually, I won't go into the bridge. I'll put this in the middle on a telly. That does sound nice. What this pedal does almost better than any other that I've ever, ever had is if you back this off on the guitar... It just is brilliant for it. Yeah. It just makes it so. That's really nice. Sounds great. Yeah. The other one, the other setting that they've got on this is uh, bridge pickup on the guitar, amp set to clean, volume at 10, drive at 1, tone set to preference, and on the HP on the toggle. So I shall set that up. So bear in mind what we had before. This then sounds like this. All of the angry. All of the angry. <laughs> I mean, it does angry very well. Yeah, it um, does. It's very, very loud. There's tons of headroom on board. Um, I've used this in terms of just using it standard as my go-to overdrive, but also as a boost. Mm -hmm. So I've put it after something else. So uh, I've got um, the Exotic FX BB Plus yeah. for like an AB, so like a low crunch and a high crunch thing. And then I've set this thing so that it's... I've set the OCD so it's not got loads of gain, but it's got quite a lot of volume on tap. Mm -hmm. And actually I've had that on the HP setting. And just to boost for solos and things like that gives an amazing clean boost. Yeah, with that um, high punch or whatever yeah. the HP stands for, it, it'll... 
just kind of not only does it give you the volume boost, but it gives you the high end to cut that that high mid yeah. extra to kind of cut through a mix. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is probably preferable to uh just volume boosting anyway. Yeah, always. I mean, if you think of like Brian May or something like that, that's a treble booster. Yeah. Um and I often use there's a, a fantastic electroharmonics pedal which is called uh, it's something like a bird. It's a bird. I can't remember what it's called. A tweeter, and it's just a little treble booster, and that's fantastic. And that stacks really well with this OCD. Cool. Um, the, it stacks brilliantly with other pedals as well. So it likes having other pedals fed into it, or yeah. and it likes feeding into other distortions and and other bits and pieces. Cool, man. It sounds great. Yeah, I it's love a it nice a thing. Um, it's a good size. You know, it's uh, it's got the thing that I love, which is the the power plug. A little socket is on the side rather than on the top. Oh, I hate that on pedals. You hate that on pedals. I hate it. Why do you why do you prefer it? I prefer it so in a board so actually on the board that I've got it on at the minute, it's a real pain in the ass. Because it's a one strip board. Right. That's so, probably why I hate it, because yeah. I never I never have massive I've got nothing like your big board where you've got yeah. pedals above pedals and yeah, exactly. multi layers of pedals. Whereas, I've only ever got a line of pedals from left to right because I only ever have like four or five on my board because exactly. I'm a bass player. Well, and you know, my big board has got, I don't know, seven or eight pedals. It's not a huge board, but they're yeah. stacked you've on got top two of layers. each other. Yeah. Well, I've actually got three layers because I've got a switcher at the front. But having them not on the top means that you can get the other pedals because you don't. I don't need to push the pedals on my board Yeah, because it all runs through a switcher. It just means that you can get the pedals much closer on top of each other you can fit because no matter what, they're all going to be the same width. Yeah, that's true. It yeah. just means that you can stack them really, really closely, which I love. Um, and this only really works properly if you've got right angled power cables though oh yeah be hideous with yeah with straight uh nine volt adapters yeah total total pain <laughs> total pain um that's pretty much it it does exactly what it says on the tin but it does it better than almost anything else that i've come across there's a couple of bits and pieces out there like the mud honey that we've reviewed is yeah. really really good the bb exotics the bb uh sorry the exotic effects bb plus is yeah. really good as well and the uh, Hamida Audio Zen Drive is fantastic. Yeah, that thing's great. That thing's great. Um, but, you know, for a real all-round, if you want to go from that kind of early breakup, bluesy, crunchy thing through to like a really high saturation, this OCD is fantastic. What I love about it is it sounds like an amp. It doesn't sound like a pedal that's yeah. going into an amp. Yeah. Whereas the Mud Honey does. It's obviously a pedal. Whereas this thing is completely, it just sounds like it you sounds would really natural. And yeah. the breakup on it, oh, that's what I was going to say on that uh, the first tone, which was probably a bit. I mean, can it go? So that first tone we heard was actually quite crunchy. Yeah. Can it? Can it go kind of lower than that? How? What's the kind of early breakup? So, uh, if I roll this all the way back to so the drive, so the, the L, if we're in LP mode, so low peak, not yeah. HP, HP source. Um, and the drive's on about sort of eight, nine o'clock. So actually, we've taken the drive is all the way down to its lowest. It's literally all the way back off. Oh, wow. I like that because it's kind of spanky and... It's kind of... if you. 
It's quite nice. Ugh, horrible playing, but yeah, it kind of um, it does that. It sounds more like a like a country thing rather than a than a I rock always, thing. I always I always go for that. That's always my starting tone. Like you know that. That's like if I'm I'm not a guitarist. If I'm putting some guitar on something, my starting tone is just a little yeah. bit of crunch. Yeah, because I find it just sits in a mix. It tends to sound fairly clean. Definitely. But but with character. Yeah. So this is, is so. But I do this live. So my live setup. I've got one of the um, Emerson Custom EM drives. Yeah. And that's set. It's a transparent overdrive, but it doesn't really drive too hard. But that's set pretty much at twelve o'clock on both volume and gain. Okay. And it just sits in front of a clean amp and just makes it. It forces the amp to break up a little bit. Yeah. So like you, this is probably. <laughs> Mine's probably a little bit cleaner than that, but it's not far off that. Yeah. Because if you still, you know, if you want to, if you want to back down the guitar, it gives you the the ability to to control it exactly with your little finger basically yeah. on your right hand. Yeah. No, it's exactly. nice. it sounds nice. It's good. Sounds it's really lovely. Good. How um, much are they? So, well, this I didn't realize until I started playing around yesterday they're not mad money hang on i need to come back this was uh, i had two trains of thoughts going on okay so price wise they're not mad money if you go and buy them new they're about 130 quid something like that oh, that's pretty reasonable which is really good it, they've been around for a while this is the reason why they were i think about 180 185 right. when they first and came out the prices they've re- yeah recouped. you know they've come you know they've kind of come full circle. They don't need to really sell the units to yeah. make back the R and D anymore. Um, but what was very dangerous that I discovered yesterday <laughs> is whilst I was on the fulltone.com website, there is an option on here that allows you to. It's like an FAQ. It's like frequently asked questions kind of thing. Okay. And I was just looking through, and one of the questions is, um, you know, where can I get some of the gear from? Well, they've got a, a list of their full-tone dealers, which you can click on, and it opens up their entire worldwide distribution. Yeah, list. and you, you pop in your country and... Your postcode or something, but I like their I like their website. It's a bit tongue in cheek. Their website as well, okay. so it's kind of it's got a, a bit of it's a sense a fun, of humor. Yeah, it's it's a nice website to read. But you know, it says there aren't many. You know, there are they are at many of the full tone dealers. Click here for the full tone dealers. Mm-hmm. But if you want one now in capitals, really cheap and don't mind a slight finish flaw, then visit the full tone blems and seconds page. Oh no! Now this. They got, do like box like the box of broken biscuits, but yeah. for guitar pedals. Yeah. Oh, this is dangerous. So this this was a very expensive evening for me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go on, and there's cosmetic seconds and blemishes. So you know where the paint's dried, but it's cracked a little bit, or yeah. you know it's got a little bobble, and they It'll can't sound sell it. exactly it's the same, but yeah. it's but it's it's just the the cosmetic. Now a lot of the stuff is already sold out. But they do have a couple of OCDs on here. Bearing in mind, these come from the States. So you will pay import tax. Yeah. You will pay shipping. So It'll it, probably end up working out the same as buying one I, from a dealer over here. I bet you here. it probably works out more expensive. Yeah, that's frustrating. However, however, <laughs> if you are in the States and you're listening to this and you want an OCD, in the States, they are $139. Okay. But if you go on to their seconds, they are $89. Oh, wow. 
And now, you've got one that's like a little bit unique as well. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, the, I'm, I'm, I would rather with... have one yeah. that's a little bit, you know, no one else has got this paint chip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and let's be honest, it's a pedal. It's yeah. designed to be stood on. Yeah, exactly. It's not like something that sits on a shelf and you show off to your friends how pretty it is. Like a little paint blemish or something is, is crazy to exactly. discount it by like $50 or yeah. something. So they've Mad. got, I mean, they've got everything on here that's discounted. So they've got all their, you know, full tone, all their Clyde Wars. You know, so most of this stuff sold out. But, you know, the um, the Clyde Deluxe War, which will set you back $250 or something like that, is $160 on here. So it's £100 wow. off, $100 off. Yeah. So, you know, if if they've got it in stock and if they've got some blemished, not perfect models, oh, well worth really cool. checking out. I take no responsibility for anyone's bank accounts when they go into because they've got some amazing things up here. More um, pedal guys should do that. More pedal companies should do that. I think yeah, that's definitely. a great idea. It's a really, really good idea. And it's, you know, what the only thing that they're going to do with them is have to respray them. Yeah. Um, or, you know, re- or take them apart and redo them, which is pointless. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. Yes. It's a very good idea. Awesome. There we go. So that's it. Full tone uh, OCD. I love it. It's brilliant. Go and buy one um, and get one from the uh, full tone online store where they're cheap as chips. <laughs> okay. So at the beginning of the week uh, was the Apple WWDC Worldwide Developers Conference thing um, and announced a number of changes to the to pretty much everything, actually. Yeah. They announced a hell of a lot, which for hardware is is rare because the WWDC tends to be software stuff. Um, so to announce this kind of a number of changes to hardware um, is quite important. The whole laptop range got an overhaul, and I feel really sorry for anybody who bought uh, one of the new Mac Pros mm-hmm. because they're, they're now better yeah, and I think they're cheaper. They um, are a little bit cheaper, and uh, yeah, they are. A and the pro- bit the processors are yeah, a, a much, lot better. Much better. So yeah, still don't have a USB sucks. socket though, do they? No. Well, well, every you know, USB C is becoming reasonably standard. It is slowly but surely. I know it's frustrating. We've got to keep up with stuff. Stuff changes. It's adapters. Ugh. So it's worth saying, like this isn't strictly gear talk, but this is equipment that is used by musicians and yep. I think this stuff is important and um, I thought we should talk about it. So I in particular want to look at the iMac Pro. The okay? new one, the new, the new big iMac. swanky black iMac yes. Pro. Because as somebody who runs a studio, as somebody who's used Apple products for, I don't know, 15 plus years, yeah. um, Pretty much the same as same as me and most almost anyone creative that I know, whether it's yeah. a photographer or a videographer or a musician yeah. or you know an art director or you know graphic designer or whatever you do, everyone's using Macs. Yeah, and I think I want to steer away from the Mac versus PC argument. I think they each have their merits. Um, I think they each have their place, and I use I use Windows machines as well. My my primary creative machine is a Mac, and we'll come on to that in a minute. Yep. But I use Windows machines as well, and, and I understand the value of having a Windows machine. Um, but I was hoping that Apple would announce something for their pro user line. Okay, so a bit of background. In my studio, I'm running an old 
the big old silver cheese grater yeah. Mac Pros. It's been ramped up. It's been chock full of stuff. It's been refurbished. It's been updated over the years. It's still a workhorse. This yep. one's, yep. I don't know how old this one is now. Physically, a lot of the internals have been changed. It's, you know, it's got SSDs and a ton of memory. I was going to say, yours, yours is like the, uh, I can't remember what that uh, Ronnie Barker sketch is. It's like, oh, you know, I've had this broom for 12 years. It's had, you know, 17 new handles and 38 new heads. Basically, you know, It's yeah. not a new, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. I forget, I forget how old the chassis is, but it's got two 3 gigahertz, six core Xeon processors. Uh, it's got 64 gig of RAM. It's got two SSDs <laughs> and it's, you know, it's got four, three, uh, four terabyte hard drives, you know. Yeah. And, and it's because it's big and because it's a big old case, I can fit and it's huge. These things are huge. Yeah, if it's you don't, enormous. If you don't own one, if you've never uh, tried to lift one, for instance, yeah. I mean, this thing weighs a ton. It's yeah. crazy. It's more than my base amp. Um, but it's a workhorse, yeah. and it's and I'm aware that it's not on its last legs yet, but it doesn't have years and years and years left in it. I'm yeah. aware that at some point uh, it's going to need to be replaced. And so I was really looking forward to seeing what Apple would do for Pro users. Yeah. Um, obviously, at the moment, the Mac Pro, the one that replaced my big well, the, silver cheese grater, the big is the donut. little yeah, it's a little little, little black donut trash can. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> it's, trash can. It's yeah. ridiculous. You can't yeah. update it, uh, like upgrade it physically in terms of hardware. You can't uh, install PCIe cards. You know, I've got a ton of PCIe cards. All of my PCIe slots are full. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm having to think about expansion chassis and things like that to get more PCIe cards in my uh in my setup. Um and Apple announced the iMac Pro. This was, I think, their response basically to the this is their update for the Mac Pro. Uh there's not a huge amount they've announced. It's coming out in December. So they've basically just given a rundown of the specifications. Yeah. Um you can go with eight. 10 or 18 core processors so you can max it out at an 18 core xeon processor uh, about four and a half gig uh gigahertz i think yeah which is just silly i mean they they have gone for power like credit where credit's yeah, due yeah, yeah, completely. there's no doubt this thing can be powerful um it can go up to 128 gig of ram uh you can have up to four terabytes of ssd storage inside yep. of it um it's got a 5k display you know they've They've pushed it, yeah, and there's really no have. denying that they've gone, okay, how, you know, let's make something that is serious for serious pro users. My issue is that it's an iMac. Okay. And I'm sorry. Firstly, I don't want all of my gubbins in the back of my screen. Yep. Secondly, I don't want to be tied to paying money for Apple's screens. That's, well, that's to be, I mean, the like the problem. screen, the screen on this will be good. I'm oh, just the screen looking at the screen phenomenal. because you know it's 500 nits, 43 percent brighter, one billion colors. Um, I d don't get me wrong. Apple makes some incredible screens. The screen on my iPad is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I used to own an iMac. The yeah. screen was unbelievable on it. Yeah. It was incredible. I've still got a 2004 iMac. You've got iMac, one of the big old ones. One of the you? big old ones, yeah. and it's still a brilliant little screen. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, but they do. They do look good. But I like my LG ultra wide screen. Mm -hmm. I find the width real estate is really mm -hmm. good running Pro Tools. Yeah. You know, you're often running left to right if you're 
tracking. I want as much width as I can have. Yep. If I'm mixing and I'm in the, the mixer window, I want as much width as I can have so I can have as many tracks on screen as possible. Yep. Um, and there is something inherently uh, disconcerting about everything being put in one box. Noise and getting it out the room aside, like putting your computer in a machine room and having your screen in the control room aside without even thinking about that argument. I don't want everything in one big sealed box. Because if, for instance, if my Mac goes down in here uh, during a session, I have a perfect clone of my boot drive sitting in a drawer. In five minutes, I can pull my boot drive out of my Mac. I can chuck the clone of the boot drive in. It gets cloned every month, so all the updates, all the plugins are up to date and everything. Yep. I can chuck the clone into the Mac, and I can be back up and running in five minutes as if nothing ever happened. Yeah, like, yep, like as if not because all of my audio is stored on separate drives. Yep. Um, if your hard drive dies in your new iMac Pro. You've got to take it to an Apple guy to just get into it. Yeah. I just, it's really disconcerting. And as I said, you know, there's a lot of guys that are going to have issues because their their main system sits in a separate room, in a machine room, because of fan noise and stuff. And mm. with that 5K monitor... It's going to whiz. It's going to... No matter how quiet you want to make those fans, when that thing's working, those fans are going to be working. If you're doing a lot of stuff that's... Uh, visually heavy as well. You know, our stuff is not particularly visually heavy, no. but if you're doing a lot of vid like but, video editing, holy hell. Yeah, but here's the thing. The video editing guys don't worry about the fan noise. That's true. And this yeah, is course. where I think actually the more and more I look at this thing, it's a machine for video editing guys. That's what that's what it is. It's yeah. for guys that do 3D rendering. Uh, yeah. It's for guys that edit video. Because the VR thing is becoming really, yeah. really. Uh, it's for it's for guys that, that are doing VR and yeah. having to render these big 3D spaces and stuff like that. Um, and I understand that that's a big part of the market for Apple. Yeah. But these silver Mac Pro cheese graters. The, the one that I've got in here, these are just a staple of studios. And they have been since they came out. Since as well. they came out. When I started learning how to use Pro Tools um, in college, in the studio in college, they had one. And that was however many years ago. You know, they've they've been a staple for a really long time. And yeah. Apple is gonna lose a lot of customers because they can't offer something to replace it. That iMac will not do for a pro studio, in my mind. I mean, please feel free to get in touch with us and tell me I'm wrong. But I don't think that will will cut it in a pro studio. It's more than powerful enough. Oh, it's it's hugely powerful. But I mean, for instance, we're sat here, right? I've got my mixing desk in front of me and I've got my wide monitor hanging over it. You couldn't do that with an iMac. I, w I wouldn't bolt it onto a bracket above my and and apart from that you'd have to run so many cables because you're run absolutely every connection all of your anything that's thunderbolt so let's say you're running all of your interfaces and that are over thunderbolt that's all going to be hooked up to the back of the computer via cables so you're going to have hundreds of cables running to the back of it i mean so so there's there's two arguments for this really firstly there's nothing stopping you from having one of these and putting it somewhere else 
and running a second screen. But you're paying for the screen. It's irrelevant at that point. If this does the job that you want it to do and you want it to do that job better than anything else, but you still, you know, it's your choice to have your widescreen. But, you know, in the same way oh, yeah. that I have a widescreen at home, I run a little Mac Mini yeah. um, because I like the screen that I have mm -hmm. to go with it, um, which is, I think, about the same kind of size as yours, actually. Yeah. It's a, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, there's nothing stopping you from running your own screen. So you don't have to have that bolted to your bracket above that. No. But yes, you are then paying for a screen that, that you're not potentially using. Just as a point of reference uh, in terms of the screen, whilst we're talking about it, because mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about the price of it, because the screen is a huge part of what you're paying for. Yeah, massive. So the entry-level one, they've only announced the price in dollars, but with the exchange rate and stuff now, it seems to be pretty much like-for-like like over Bear here. Bear in mind, we just had a uh, general election, and the price of the pound has plummeted. It's, well, well, it's gone back up. It's, who knows what's <laughs> yeah. going on? Who knows what's happening? Who's the Prime Minister? <laughs> Who's the Prime Minister? <laughs> election politics, clang! <laughs> um... Sorry, price. No, in terms of the cost, uh, PC Gamer, because it's a it's a standard thing, Max are overpriced. You're paying so much for the hardware. Yep. PC Gamer costed up an, an equivalent PC machine. Okay, so Apple are starting this, Apple's entry-level specs on this. It costs $5,000. Yeah. Um, this thing is not cheap, but it's designed for pro users and... Five five grand's a lot, but if it's the core of your business, if it's the core of what you do for a living, five grand isn't crazy money. Mm -hmm. um, the end. So the the beginning, the the entry level one from Apple is five thousand uh, dollars. PC Gamer did an article this week um, and priced up an equivalent PC, and it was three hundred dollars less. So yeah. hardware wise, your you're paying, you know, About you're not paying same. crazy money over the odds. You know, we're talking there's like less than 10% in it. But the equivalent screen that PC Gamer found was over $1,300. So that's fine with your, with your hypothetical situation in which you are putting it in a machine room and running cables through to yep. your control room or something as, a, as an audio user. But what you've got is you've got a $1,300 screen sat in another room, never switched on. Right, so put that the other way, you're actually only paying $3,700 for this, the equivalent of the PC. So actually, the hardware in the Mac is far more affordable than the equivalent PC. How, what, how did you get to that? So if your Mac is 5K, yeah. and your screen on that Mac is 13K, yeah. 1300 Well, take that away from 5K, is 3700 Yeah. So three thousand seven hundred is no, the hardware. No, 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 no. So the, that's what you've just said. No, it's not. <laughs> so they priced up a full PC setup oh, of with equivalent, the oh, with including the, the screen. Uh, okay, so yeah. I, I thought that was then the no, screen. No, 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 no. Oh, to get okay. everything, to get the Sorry. keyboard, the yeah, mouse, yeah, yeah, the screen, yeah. the power, the case, absolute to, to basically an run an exact copy. version of it. Right. Uh, with you know buying third party components and putting them together. Is is three hundred dollars right. less? Okay, One of those okay. components in that forty seven hundred dollar setup was the screen. Was the screen, which is thirteen hundred dollars. Oh, in which case, then yes. I mean, I, I still, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I I get your point. Yes. Uh, you don't have an option. You do have an option. Well, the option is to go PC. Uh, well, you have two options actually. The option is to go PC, and this is something I'm seriously considering at yeah. the moment. Uh, 
there is no reason i'm i'm not a precious mac fanboy um i'm a big big proponent of the fact that this big silver thing is still sat under my desk after all these years um and is still working yes uh, i think that says a lot about the huge quality run. and how well it was built and uh how well apple software runs mm -hmm. and takes advantage of its hardware because it does especially for for creative stuff for for video and things like that yeah. it runs seamlessly it's beautiful yeah. well the amount of stuff that you can run at the same time for your studio all the plugins that you oh, can run crazy. at the same time yeah, you know, yeah. it's brilliant I, i've never tripped this thing over i had a huge project open the other day like a, the most ridiculous project and i was bouncing on three four percent of cpu usage yeah um but i don't have any kind of weird religious thing where i need to be running a mac i'm happy to go over and run a pc the other option uh, is my setup at home, which is a Hackintosh. Yep. And this is actually becoming a really viable option now. Whilst it's it's not illegal, um, Apple have never and and we don't can we don't say go out and do this. But by the same <laughs> token, I I'm saying it's it is a viable option to look into. Mm. Um, you're not technically breaking any laws. You're violating the end user license agreement of Apple software by running it on a non-Apple machine. But all it is is you can build your own PC and you can run Mac OS on a PC on a on a what should be a Windows-based system. Yeah. So you can run Mac OS on non-Apple stuff. And it's a shame because if Apple could offer me something that would work, I would buy it. Basically, I'm only thinking of that as a last option. I need the ability to run PCIe cards in the back of my computer. I need the ability to put my computer separate away from my monitoring environment. I mean, what we're saying is take everything. The Mac, the the new iMac Pro is going to be a brilliant, fast, whizzy, yes. lovely machine. Yes. But please, will you just take all the gubbins out and put it in a box? Well, they did that, though, with the Mac Pro, and that didn't work either because... Yeah, but they put it in a round box. <laughs> put it in a square cart, literally a square box yeah. that you can get stuff in and out of. Because that's the reason why you've still got your cheese grater. Mm -hmm. is because the things that go in it are square. Yeah. The cheese grater is square, yeah. and they have slots. The reason why you wouldn't have bought one of the old trash bins is because... They are round. You can't put external hard drives in them. You can't put PCI cards. Yeah. You can't even you put can't a new graphics the, you card You can't upgrade in it. the RAM. If the RAM dies, you have to send it to Apple and get your... The RAM is like soldered to the motherboard. Exactly. You can't... You have to buy it with the amount of RAM you want in it. So you can't even go, oh, I'll get it with 16 gig of RAM. And if later down the line I need yeah. to up that to 32, I can. Or I'll yeah. buy it with 32 and up it to 64. You can't do that. The And I... I've heard people go, well, you're getting annoyed because you're still using old hardware like PCIe cards and stuff like that. But actually, that's not really old hardware. It's a lot mm. of people still using it. And there's a lot of people that are have tens of thousands of pounds worth of money invested in this technology. Yeah. And the technology is still running just fine. So don't... It's... What it is, you know what it is? It's the headphone jack on a bigger scale. It is because <laughs> yeah. they took the headphone jack away. And the problem with that was is uh, they're saying, oh, it's outdated hardware. It's, uh, you know, it's pointless. Nobody's going to be using headphone jacks in five years time. 
fair enough. Maybe people won't be using headphone jacks in five years' time. But at the moment, a lot of people have infrastructure in hardware, in, in yeah. headphone jacks. You know, they've got sockets for their car. They've got headphones, pairs of headphones that they've spent hundreds and hundreds of pounds on in some mm-hmm. cases. A headphone jack is a universal thing that is still being used and is still working perfectly. Why try and wean it out of your ecosystem? It's it's that on a bigger scale. PCIe yeah. cards and all of this stuff that comes with it, yes, it might be outdated. Yes, some of these technologies people bought 10 plus 15 years ago or something like that. Um, but it's still working. So don't just assume that you can bring out a piece of technology and people will go, oh, okay, I'll buy this and then I'll get rid of all of my stuff because it cannot interface with my big shiny new Mac or I'll spend thousands of pounds on adapters. I mean, I looked at getting a a trash can. I'd have to spend on top of the very expensive cost of that thousands of pounds on external caddies for PCIe cards, on, you know, external adapters for... um, for hard drives, you know, hard drives that I've got internally at the moment that I'm now going to have to stack up and that will just, you know, be sitting in a corner and, and it'd be cable mayhem. And yeah, 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 yeah. They, they tighten everything up and they put it behind a screen and they make it look all shiny and then you have to buy 10,000 cables that hang out the back <laughs> of it to make it work and then it's not a tidy machine anymore. I think, uh, I think you know, for... It's a tough one. It's a tricky one because... If you're looking to spend this much money on a new computer, it's because it's the heart of your business. Yeah. Oh, this isn't... People aren't buying this to have lots of Chrome browser windows open. Yeah, well, exactly, which is what I would use it for. <laughs> uh, but if you're looking for something that is that doesn't need all this spec, and most people, particularly people... You know, I'm a musician... I do production at home. I do bits and pieces of recording. I don't need anything like this. I yeah. can technically get away with what my MacBook Air does. Yeah. Realistically, it might be a little bit slower, um, but it will do that. So I think there is there is definitely a there is definitely a decision to be made and a call that you're going to have to make when you want to upgrade. So if you're still running one of the old cheese graters or you're running one of the, you know, the trash bins and you're looking at buying one of these, think about the things that you need to actually connect it to. You know, if you are just running hard drives, you know, if you're just running storage drives off the back of it, potentially this is a really great package that everything is in one box Mm -hmm. and you can pull it out you can plug it into power. Everything is Bluetooth that runs off it, so you don't need any of that. You can plug your four, and you know, the, and the nice space gray keyboard and the space gray mouse do look good. And they do look good. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I I get it. I do get it. Yeah, I, I it's a logical um, it's a logical step up. Like I struggled with the idea of the Mac Pro trash cans. For the for the video guys and stuff that bought one of those, mm. it's a logical upgrade for them. Unfortunately for me, it's just further away. It's like the trash can now is a more appealing prospect. It's just one step further away from where I want Apple to be. Yeah. Where I think Apple should be in terms of being able to remain the core of, of my studio. So 
We'll see. We'll We'll see what happens. Yeah. And I mean, going over to PC, it really, really depends on what you're doing it for. You know, I've been using my um, MacBook Air to be, you know, running DJ software and stuff like that. Um, and it, it needed upgrading because my Mac, the the air was just really starting to struggle and slow down. It was doing my head in because you know loading iTunes was taking too long and loading Serato was taking too long, yeah. and it was just you know the CPU was just going. I can't, Matt, stop making me do this. And the I fans can't. in those MacBook Airs exactly. are just like. Exactly. <gasps> and you know what I wanted to buy was uh, actually not one of the new MacBook Pros, but was one of the previous MacBook Pros that they still sell on the on the yeah. Mac Store. Well, that was the better part of thirteen hundred quid. Yeah. Well, actually, having spoken to you and going, actually, what I need it to do is simply run Serato, a selection of external hard drives, and basically for playing music from. Mm-hmm. 1300 quid smacks of a total ripoff because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, what I bought was a 350 pound Lenovo idea thing. Yeah. Which has way more. I think it's something like four times the internal storage. Right. It's got twice as much RAM. It's running a pretty much an identical processor. Yeah. It's actually a little you know tech specs are better than the macbook pro that i was looking at Mm -hmm. and it's a thousand pounds less yeah um and i suppose this is kind of this is where it's kind of all coming down to isn't it really i mean the mac stuff is nice but it is expensive but it does do the job well but then pcs are but pcs are kind of getting there and i mean i've always you know the last kind of couple of PCs that I've used with the new software and things like that was like Windows 7 and Windows 8 which was hateful to use. Windows 7 was okay. Windows 7 was okay. Windows 8 was just ridiculous. Windows 10 is great to use. You know I was really reluctant because I've been like I've been a Mac fanboy for a long time and I've been like no I'm only ever going to buy Macs. Um, Well actually I didn't have 1300 quid to spend and I was looking at potentially putting myself into a thousand pounds worth of oh crikey I'm going to have to pay this off off over the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, actually, do you know what? It was ridiculous. And now I'm more used to using Windows 10 mm-hmm. and working my way around and finding where I need to find the stuff. Actually, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? There's, they're much closer. You know, 10 years ago, there was no competition. Mac had it in the bag because Windows just couldn't compete. But they were still building machines for pro users then. Yeah. They're not now. Exactly. They're not, and I still, I'm still a fan of of Apple laptops. Um, I still think when I have to eventually replace my MacBook Air for my everyday use, it will be a MacBook. Yep. Um, because it's, you know, the the MacBook Air is seven years old. Yep. And it's still running. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, it's a it's a sorry state of affairs when somebody who wants to buy a Mac Mini is better off buying the last one, not the most recent one, well, this because is, it's yeah. better. This is what I did, is because when I was looking at upgrading my laptop, I was like, I need USB sockets in my chassis. Yeah. I don't want to be plugging in a USB-C. Walking around with adapters. Adapters and, and things like that. But also, you know, what we do is... You know, I'm not I'm not moving it around a lot, but if I've got it on a desk and I've got an adapter which has got cables coming in, come on now, 
What yeah. if one of if the adapter gets pulled out? This is game over. It's like, oh, sorry, guys. Let me just plug in my adapter for my <laughs> Mac again. I was like, so it, it was exactly that. It was like, actually, I, and when I bought my Mac Mini, I bought the one before the newest one that came out. Yeah. You know, with the laptop, I would have bought the previous one, not the new one, because mm-hmm. actually, it, for me, it worked better. You know, okay, it didn't have so many of the new Wizzy features. It didn't have, you know, the stupid keyboard fingerprint scanner across right who's going to use that um you know it didn't have all of that kind of stuff that's irrelevant it didn't what i needed was to be able to plug the stuff that i have in yeah because the alternative is to go and rebuy all the thousand pounds worth thousands of pounds worth of gear that i've already spent thousands on so it is a case of you know okay go and buy a new macbook right all that stuff that you've also got that works with your old macbook you've got to go and rebuy all of that. that Or you know, at the very least, spend 30 quid on an adapter for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get bogged down to that. So the new Mac Pro, yes, I think I think it does have its flaws. I think... I think it has its place. Um, I think it has its place. I just have a feeling that maybe it's a Mac Pro that's designed for people who want a Mac and can afford to spend a lot of money on a Mac but don't necessarily need all the functionality of a Mac Pro. Yeah. I don't see it ever finding a home in Pro Recording Studios. I think there's better solutions. I think there's far better solutions. And on that note, (laughs) after our our little Mac rant, rant, I I still stand by this Mac Pro is the best machine I've ever owned. Your cheese grater. Yeah. Yep. But, but on that note, uh, I think we need to call it a day. Excellent. Right. We're going to go off and have some lunch. Oh, yes. I'm yeah, so hungry. So starving. <laughs> uh, right. Do, so the, do the social media do thing. Do the go social on, media thing. Come find us at Audio Blobs. Okay, cool. And That's we'll it. see you next time. See you later on. All right. Bye. Bye.